0: So, we met online.
1: This is a podcast about love, sex, and everything in between the world of online dating. I'm Erica. And I'm Chris.
0: Welcome to So We Met Online. If you're looking for more information, find us online at sowemetonline.com and all social media at SoWeMetOnline. Met Online. So, they met online.
1: <laughs> they.
0: They, yes, this is about a friend of mine, actually. Mm -hmm. A lot of my friends and clients send me screenshots of online dating profiles or conversations that they find, you know, funny or interesting or something I might want to post on my Instagram where I try to teach people lessons about basically what not to do. So a friend of mine back in December sent me a screenshot of a woman's profile on OKCupid. He thought, the message was kind of funny. He was just joking or making fun of her basically because she said, Hey, how are you? in text speak. He didn't answer. Hi there. He didn't answer. Hi. And I wrote, She's very verbal. <laughs> and he said, Thought you might find that funny. But the last he and I had talked, he was in a new relationship. So I responded with, I thought you were seeing someone. And he wrote, I am. Oh. Okay, so at this point, I'm kind of confused. Then he goes on to say, I'm still on Cupid because I like the positive reinforcement. Huh. And yes, she knows. Oh. And you know me, Chris, I have a hard time with sarcasm, so I couldn't tell if he was being serious or not. So I just wrote, are you being serious or sarcastic? He says, I'm being very serious. I say... I have so much to say about that, but I will (laughs) refrain from doing so because, yeah, we all know I have a lot to say. And he says, I don't engage with anyone. I just haven't taken down my profile. I assumed you'd disapprove of that. I get it. I almost think he told me just to tell someone or maybe just to have someone put him in his place. He knew what I was going to say.
1: I don't know. Uh, But hold on. He said he doesn't engage, but... Didn't you just say his text message says hi and hi back or?
0: Well, he didn't write hi back. He didn't answer her. So I referred him to us to our episode that we had last year about how to take your profile down. Because remember, we talked about how if you just delete it from your phone, it doesn't mean necessarily that your profile is down. So I wrote, you know, I put on my therapist hat for a minute. I'll just say one thought that your validation should come from within And then from the woman you're seeing, you don't need external validation from strangers who you have no interest in pursuing. Okay. He says, sure, I understand that. And then I say, please report back after you listen to the episode. I look forward to hearing your thoughts. (laughs) And then he says, which we knew, I just like looking at people and seeing if they'd be interested in me.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I
0: said... I think you're making a huge mistake by staying on OkCupid. Seeking that validation will hurt your relationship. I would certainly strive to find it from within if you can. Then he says, oh, I have it. I think you might be misreading this. I genuinely don't think she cares because she really genuinely doesn't care. Hmm. You want to hear that again? (laughs) Uh... I was thinking it was unkind to other people on the app. And my response, it is unkind to everyone. If you are exclusive with this woman, then it's unfair to look at other women online. And it's unfair to these real people who are trying to find a connection. They are not there to validate you. And then he says, that's what I thought you'd say.
1: That's it. Oh, jeez. I I have a lot to say. But I will follow it up with the exact same scenario in a different context. I, me, Chris, was was in a relationship, and the person who I was in the relationship with knew I had a podcast on online dating. And I also had been on several dating sites, dating apps, Bumble, Tender. And she knew that I was still on those sites. And I was on those applications primarily for research. For our, podcast, for our podcast for no, our podcast come
0: on you have all the research you need from me and from your past experiences well, See, that's I, as bad I, as my friend I,
1: I do have i do have no, a ton of no no of experiences. no none of this
0: research but, business
1: but oh, no hold on but <laughs> legitimately i was not swiping right on people i was not engaging with people i was not talking with people i was not setting a up or research. anything I those was simply I was simply looking at profiles and gauging those profiles and reading them for again research. Now, do you see a problem
0: with that? Yes. She, yes, I do, Chris.
1: So my previous relationship, the person who I was with, I'm no longer with her, and this is not why we broke up, but she was okay with that. She did not have a problem with it because I was open about it. I told her exactly what I was doing. She had listened to the podcast. She knew I was doing these podcasts. So there was nothing there, even to the point where I was more than willing to show her my profile and my apps. So you you could see that I wasn't actually swiping on anybody, but still a no-no.
0: Still a no-no. You can see me shaking my head. (laughs) Okay. You're a smart guy. You're a very smart guy. That's part of the reason I like you, Chris. So you're too smart to play dumb with me, and you're too smart to play dumb with her. It's not for research.
1: I have no idea what you're talking about.
0: That sarcastic. You know you have a good resource, me, who has to be on the dating apps and sites all day long because I manage them for my clients.
1: Okay, hold on. I can
0: easily find you examples.
1: Hold on. Let's reverse this real quick. You are working in this field, and when you are in a relationship with somebody, and you decide to be exclusive, how Mm -hmm. do you handle that? Because technically, you are still in the dating app. Granted, it's not your profile, and it's nothing else. But do you keep your profiles open? Do you close those downs? How do you handle it?
0: Of course I shut my own. I mean, I have to be in other people's profiles. That's my job. Mm -hmm. I correspond as other people. But I would shut my own down. I mean, that's a given. If I am serious about this person, then, of course, we've had a conversation about it, which I would recommend to anyone when you have a conversation about exclusivity. Again, with the plain dumb, people say, oh, I didn't know that meant I should delete my profiles. Of course it does. But, you know, until you're explicit about it. So assuming I've been explicit about it, yes, whoever I'm seeing has to know that I am logging into say 10 Bumble accounts a day swiping for different people
1: and talking to other Um, men
0: and talking to them not (laughs) as myself I know what that's my job Chris so of course I mean that's a completely different scenario but regardless of that I'm still not claiming to do anything for research
1: okay so I'm
0: on the apps for me I'm doing it for dating when I'm on the apps for clients I'm doing it for their dating I'm never doing it for research I don't know why I have to say it like that, but I do. Research.
1: research. Obviously, this is going to be a rhetorical question. But does this change when somebody is in an open relationship? Or I'll add to that, I think, to your point from this previous conversation, you have one foot out the door if you're in an exclusive relationship or you say you're in an exclusive relationship. You're still looking for options. Correct. Um, But on the flip side of that, if you're in an open relationship, Does it really matter at that point?
0: Well, the key to an open relationship is communication. So you have to lay out the ground rules, just like you have to lay out the rules, what it means to be exclusive. If you decide to be in an open relationship, you have to discuss with your partner what that actually means. Does that mean you seek out Additional partners? Does that mean you seek out emotional connections, sexual connections? Does it mean you can go out with people on your own or do you have to go out with other people together? How much do you tell the other person about what you're doing? So, of course, the situation is different if you're in an open relationship, but that requires an extreme amount of communication and trust.
1: No, I agree with that. And we're talking about something that, you know, we haven't mentioned it yet, but addictions.
0: But do you really think this was an addiction? Yes, Uh, actually, I do. Look, I know it sounds like I'm putting down my friend and he knows I use this as an example. And he's I asked his permission. So for what it's worth, I don't think it was an addiction to online dating. I think, hey, he liked that dopamine hit. If somebody matched with him. Yes, I think he needed that. I think it was also low self-esteem that he needed to make sure that he was still marketable. And yes, in case things didn't work out and. I put this on Instagram anonymously just to see what other people had to say. It says similar things to what we would think. The dating app internal validation dopamine drip is one powerful drug. Someone else said, come on, man, have the courage to be honest with yourself for a minute and face up to what you're doing. Start a relationship properly by being emotionally available and allowing yourself to be vulnerable. Get rid of the apps. And while you are at it, get rid of all those friends with benefits and exes who might become friends with benefits. I thought that was... The perfect response. And then someone else said, validation of what, I would ask? That he could still have women interested in dating him if he saw himself in that situation. Thinking about that while dating her reflects poorly of the quality of his relationship and his commitment. They aren't two separate things, as he's trying to explain. Yeah, And I completely agree with all of those comments.
1: I do too. Addictions. Like, if if we just talk about that at a high level, there's a lot of different forms of addictions that we're seeing, especially in online there are people who are clearly addicted to facebook there's people who are clearly addicted to social media and that ability to get something back out of it such as popularity whatever you want to call it there's an addiction in a sense of i think on some level when we see it in dating just the collection of profiles within your matches and storing those up as we've talked about in the past. On some level, I think there's an addictive trait to those. The process of just swiping right and swiping left, I think people wake up and have a need to kind of swipe right and left. Uh, Whether or not they're actually engaging with people or talking to people or whatever, it's just that whatever you want to call it to have that match occur. And then again, I do think that there's an addiction to the dating apps themselves or even dating in general where people are not willing to either settle or settle down. And I think that creates this constant need to be online, to try to find some other connection. The grass is always greener. All of these things I think we're seeing in real time now, not only because of the way we meet people online and and how dating apps have kind of fueled that, but also even more so now because we're all living in this, more or less solitude and mm-hmm. we're longing for these additional connections and i think yeah. all of that has you know some sort of addictive trait to it whether or not you want to call it addiction or not
0: i think we should pick up on this concept of addiction when it comes to dating when we get back
1: have you wanted to become a tutor or a therapist maybe you already have a growing tutoring business oasis is an online tutoring management system That helps you to manage staff and students, create learning plans, progress reports, generate invoices, and streamline your entire business operation. If you are looking to take your tutoring or therapy business to the next level, visit oasisonline.com. That's O-A-S-E-S online.com. Oasis, the online tutor management system.
0: I had a few thoughts about what you said in terms of dating addiction and and things like that. So I don't know when I think about it, if the addiction is to the actual game aspect of swiping left, swiping right, or to the validation it provides you. So in the case of my friend's story, I mean, he was addicted to, Oh, she would like me, she would like me, she would like me. And I think that's very similar to what we see with Facebook and Instagram, where people very sadly, in my opinion, determine their own value by the number of likes they get. It's unhealthy. And so I wonder, is the addiction because of the actual dating and who else is out there and who's better and who's an 11 out of 10 instead of a 10 out of 10? Or is the addiction to feeling good about yourself, not necessarily trying to maximize your happiness, but to feel good about yourself, knowing that one more person likes you?
1: Well, let's break that down more or less scientifically. I think addiction at a very simple level is a personal need to feel something a personal need to feel satisfaction to get that high to get that feeling whatever it is that's a that's a personal thing that you've chosen to do to make yourself feel better so I think to your question there the matching the sense of being matched with somebody else Mm -hmm. is a validation that Mm -hmm. you are liked and so Correct. people who will continuously swipe, swipe, swipe with really no intention of, right. of honestly re- connecting and, and meeting somebody.
0: Right. It's less about the other person they might meet. It's all about themselves. Exactly.
1: That's exactly it. And I think if you look at really any other type of addiction, you know, I'm happy to share a couple of other ideas around this. All of those are personal they have mm-hmm. an impact on the person you might be with yes. in a relationship, right. you know, not to get heavy and, and I we don't need to get into it, but drug addiction, even sexual addiction, right? Those types of things have a, an immediate need for the person who's doing it and have an immediate impact on the person who you might be in a relationship with. And that goes right back to the story where it was perfectly okay in your friend's world to swipe, 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 but- there is some missing need desire that's trying to be captured in that. And whether or not she is saying it or not, it does have some type of indirect impact on her.
0: Of course it does. And I mean, like I said to him, if you need all of this validation from strangers to tell you that you're still a catch, then one something is missing internally and two something is missing in your relationship because it doesn't matter what all these other people think about you it should only matter what you and the person you're in the relationship think about you
1: right now how do you manage this though like these are I think are bigger ones but you know i i was thinking about a couple of stories where i've got friends who you may or may not say it's an addiction but i'll give you an example i have a friend a female friend who loves buying purses and she'll buy a purse every month, you know, a couple hundred dollar purse. You, you know, she, she's okay with spending $500 a month on purses, right?
0: Well, if it's her money, then yeah, that's it's her problem, well, right? sure
1: it's her money. But would you say the same thing if she was spending $500 a month in drugs or alcohol? Right. So her boyfriend has that perspective, right? Like, you know, you might as well just be spending that $500 in, you know, something, you know, whatever, he's correlating buying purses as uh, same thing as buying drugs. He's basically throwing your money away. And, and he's, yeah, but
0: that's and it's addiction. Totally different.
1: Okay. And then on the flip side, he spends most of his time and money playing video games. So, mm-hmm. and we know that video game addiction is a real thing also. There's plenty of surveys that are out there that prove that. The interesting thing about this is you've got two activities that make those individuals themselves. It's the things that they like. It brings Mm -hmm. them enjoyment. It's their time and their money. But is it unhealthy? And does it have an impact on their partners when they're together? If you say yes on some of that, like he's up all night playing video games and not coming to bed... And she Mm -hmm. feels lonely and she's laying in bed like, why are you ignoring me? There's an Mm -hmm. impact there. Or if she's spending money on purses and is then unable to potentially pay for rent, there's an issue there, right? And so at what level do you really start to figure that out as a couple?
0: I don't have an answer. I mean, (laughs) I think that's a really good question. I think it's a good analogy that I wouldn't have thought of on my own because... I suppose needing validation is an addiction like some of these other ones. I just never equated that because one is internal and your examples are external.
1: You know, if I bring this back to actually dating, forget the apps for a second, but if you get into a relationship, Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times you say things like, so what's your hobbies? You know, and somebody might say, oh yeah, you know, I like playing video games. And you might be Mm -hmm. okay with that. You're like, oh, that's great. You have a hobby. That's great. Or I like to go work out. You know, Mm -hmm. I exercise. And we also know that there's a lot of people out there who are addicted to exercising. That's for them. That's not for me. (laughs) You know, my my addiction is clearly like baking chocolate chip cookies and eating the whole batch, right? Yeah,
0: I'm so like, jealous. I saw you. So I'm seeing you on Zoom, Chris, and I saw you eating a cookie. And I just I wanted did. to say, like, if you don't have enough for the whole class, yeah. don't eat cookies in front of me.
1: Yeah, I baked those last night, right? So They um, looked
0: soft and delicious. If
1: they were. Uh, but That's not but, what she said. <laughs>
0: oh, oh, <wow>. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry.
1: Uh, anyway. You know, when you're meeting somebody and you're talking about your hobbies and those things that make you you, I think on some level you learn to say, yeah, that's great. But then at some point when you get a little deeper into the relationship, you might discover that that hobby is a little bit more than just a hobby or that thing that you like and engage with and your time invested in it that makes you happy might be a little bit more than the person who you're dating can handle. And I think those are still things that you have to be able to talk about.
0: I agree. I think compromise is important in any relationship. And with your example of purses and video games, that hopefully people can come to a compromise on. But it is more black and white when it comes to the situation of my friend. It's either give up with the apps or don't. You're either trading off being in the relationship or not. So it is kind of all or nothing in that case. They have many similarities, but they're also different because it's funny, you know, so many people, all of my clients want to be in a relationship, but generally a lot of single people tell me they want to be in a relationship. And I find it interesting because the minute they're in a relationship, they're like, oh, I miss the apps. I miss swiping. Ah, ooh, who else is out there? Ah, Again, I don't know where the voices come from, but. Sorry. Uh, so, I mean, look, it's not an accident that a lot of the dating apps do feel like a game because the dating app makers know right. that people are addicted to games. Yeah. And we've had a whole episode on this. How do they make their money? By people staying.
1: Yeah. It makes me think of one other thing before we wrap up. Okay. Does this become a red flag? And I say that in the sense of, you know, in your profile, you can list things like, are you a smoker or not? Right. Mm -hmm. What's your political views? Do you have kids or not? And so things like I'll look through that and say, oh, you smoke. Well, I don't want to date somebody who smokes. Do we now need to put in there like, (laughs) I'll stay on the dating app and then have a little check mark, and then I can search by people who want to stay in the dating app and those who are willing to give it up?
0: Oy, oy, oy. Well, Bumble <laughs> now does have options for we'll go out with you socially distanced. We'll go out with you socially distanced with a mask or we'll only do a virtual date. So oh, you know what? My Who knows? Who knows? I, I am not kidding you.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: But I actually, I think that's smart because you know what you're getting into because I've been telling all of my clients with respect to that. You just got to kind of default to the lowest common denominator there. If one person is not comfortable meeting yet, you're not meeting yet. So what would you have said to my friend if he were texting you all of this stuff?
1: Well, I'd say, you know, I stay on for research
0: purposes. Okay, crazy pants. That's enough <laughs> with your research. Uh,
1: actually, I, funny. actually, I'm currently on no dating apps. I can officially say I am not on a single dating app of any flavor, version, or type whatsoever.
0: And look at you, Chris. You can still do a podcast without doing any research. I
1: can. I I make it up as I go, you know.
0: (laughs) Don't tell the listeners that. (laughs) Anyway, speaking of, we want to thank all of you for sticking with us. And I know it's been tough with dating and the quarantine and and now uh, just protests and gosh, everything. But... Thanks to our listeners. You really keep us going. If you have any comments, critiques, praise, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, We'll post the episode on Facebook, and uh, you're welcome to comment there.
1: Thanks for listening.